Yes, sir. Dr. Billy Graham made that song, that simple old hymn of the faith, famous around the world. Just as I am, without one plea. Oh, hymns of the faith. He said, well, preacher, why you, you always letting those white folks sing. Son, when you get truly saved and washed in the blood of the Lamb, as long as they are believing right and walking straight, I don't care if they're white or black or red or yellow. I'm all about the words, man. I really truly don't care who's singing it. And um, and I truly believe that people who are born again, white and black, uh, they don't get caught up with race like that. And that's right. I'm saying people, white and black and red and yellow, who are racists, who hate other people because of the color of their skin, because of their background or whatever, their differences. I believe that they're lost and on their way to hell. They're religious, but lost. I don't care who it is. And you're very ignorant as well. I can assure you that. And if you don't like what I just said, you're probably lost. And on your way to hell, whether you're white or black. And when the Civil War, the second Civil War starts, I want to tell black folks, do not come and get me to join you to fight against the whites and I'm telling the white folks don't come at me and don't come and and and, and fight me uh, uh, I, I, I am uh, I am not going to be a part of that because I think that's very stupid and uh, however it seems like unfortunately uh, we are slouching to another civil war because of dumb people on both sides. Uh, who do not understand the consequences of their behavior. Be that as it may. This is a hymn we 
sung a lot down through the years at home in our family devotions, in church with others. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. The glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. My gracious Master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all of the earth abroad the honors of your name. Jesus, the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrows cease. Tis music in the sinner's ears, tis life and health and peace. He breaks the power of canceled sin. Notice that phrase. He breaks the power of canceled sin. Sin has already been canceled. Uh, but it... Uh, uh, we know that uh, it's been here and it is still here. But it has been canceled through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood availed for me. To God all glory, praise, and love be now and ever given by saints below and saints above the church in earth and heaven. Glory be to God. Shall we pray before we get into our devotional and Bible reading time? Everybody pray. Open your mouth as someone said, pray out loud. And I think that's important. You can pray silently. Sometimes you can be in so much pain, you can barely move your mouth. It's okay to pray silently. God will hear you. But it's always best. Uh, to be in a position of holiness and humbleness and humility and pray to God out loud. One of the reasons why fathers ought to pray out loud is because they need to let their children hear them. They need to let their wife hear them as well. Prayer is a powerful thing and a many splendid thing. It does a lot. So let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. 
your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for all of the millions and the many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and thus my family and the ministry and others through the ministry down through the years. I praise you and I thank you tonight for salvation and spiritual, family and life, <clears throat> financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings, and above all, out of that group, contentment and joy and peace that pass of all understanding. Joy unspeakable. And Holy Father God, I thank you for the forgiveness of sins, not only of the sins that we've committed in the past and have forgotten, but Lord, uh, the sins we have committed recently. And so Holy Father God, have continued mercy and grace upon those of us who are saved and born again. I pray, Lord, that you would grant me and everybody else under the sound of my voice and all people who have truly believed in you around the world uh, your grace to pray your energy your strength your unction and your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray for Jesus Christ's sake please forgive me forgive those of us who are saved of our sins our failures and our faults and help us to truly repent of our sins to change and to uh, to change our ways as you transform us more and more into your image and Holy Father God I pray Lord tonight for those who are saved and born again by your grace that you would crucify and crush our flesh and the old man within us tonight. Lord, help us not to walk in the flesh, but to walk in the Spirit, put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, our temperaments, that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from temptation, evil, and sin uh, tonight. And grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And help all of us who are saved, Lord, and born again and washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, uh, crucify our flesh and fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit uh, and help us to humble ourselves in a real sense. Help us to pray. Help us to seek your face. And help us to turn from our wicked ways and help us to repent of our sins and get back to you, our first love. Lord, there are some who have been caught on uh, in enemy territory who used to be with us. 
and they are too ashamed and too embarrassed to admit that they were wrong. Uh, in their minds, the, the devil had deceived them to make them think that they were being magnanimous and big by embracing and including being inclusive pastors. People who are practicing gleefully the abominations of sodomy and lesbianism and homosexuality. And Lord, some of those folks are saved, but they got caught on the wrong side in this great massive warfare, spiritual warfare. And Lord, I pray for them that they will humble themselves and uh, creep back across uh, from the enemy's side, the enemy's side back into uh, where they belong and uh, not get caught up in pride and stubbornness and foolishness. And so, Holy Father God, we pray uh, that you would uh, rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from them and Lord set them free. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, speaking of that, I do pray for people who are caught on the enemy's side, on the devil's side of this spiritual warfare, held in bondage by their own pride, stubbornness, and foolishness. Uh, my wife is one of them. I have other people in my family extended uh, who are lost and on their way to a devil's hell, but they go to church and they're religious and they truly believe that they're saved because they don't understand salvation. They're in a works mentality. And uh, I pray, Lord, for my wife as I told her today that she will never be consistent with a cheerful and joyful spirit without becoming born again and she has to lay aside her pride and uh, and do that which is a Jamaican style pride plus which is connected to the Pharaoh style pride which is hellacious it is a form of pride that uh, it is so hard and so difficult. Very few people uh, get out of it. Uh, my wife, Marika White, has a chance to do so because uh, she has done something nobody else in her family has done. She has stayed married to one husband for over 34 years. And... Uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, uh, uh, this is one hurdle that I believe that she can break the generational curse if she would truly humbly get saved and born again, filled with your Holy Spirit and loving you back and obeying you back. She can be a light to her mother and to her aunts, her brothers, her sisters and cousins and uh, others as well. And 
We pray for their salvation. We pray for my mother's salvation and my sister's. And I pray that by the power of your Holy Ghost, you will have all of these people in my family and outside of my family. And all of the people under the sound of my voice. And uh, we have at least uh, 1,600 people with us tonight. No doubt is more than that now. And, uh, and this is what we, we average for sure, uh, but it goes up higher and sometimes a little bit lower. But Lord, we thank you for every soul who is with us tonight all around the world, according to the stats that my son Daniel Ezekiel gives me on a daily basis. Lord, uh, open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears save their souls and help them to understand that if they feel or if they uh, know somehow deep down from you that they're not saved they need to get saved and lord my mind goes back to a projects area where we passed out thousands upon thousands of tracks and knocked on doors hundreds of times to lead people to you Lord, uh, half the community was on our prayer list. And Lord, we pray that you'll bless all of those souls and save all of those souls who did not get saved when we were knocking on their doors without the fear of the coronavirus plague. And Holy Father God, uh, I do pray uh, tonight uh, that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving, uh, Lord, around the globe, draw the people to yourself from the pain of the coronavirus plague and other plagues now. Lord, I do pray that uh, you would uh, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Lord, we pray that you do this work around the world, in this country, in our state, in our communities, in our churches, and in our families. And Holy Father God, I do pray that for those of us who are saved by your grace, Continue to lift our burdens and cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our feeble hearts and minds, souls and spirits and fill us, Lord, with your peace. That pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Lord, help us to never be the reason for our discombobulation. Help us to never be the reason for our negative uh, feelings and feelings of guilt. Help us to never be the reason because we have sinned against you. And then, Lord, uh, help us to understand the importance, even though, in the words of your servant, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, uh, is all of grace. Some of us have abused your grace uh, 
Lord. And uh, it is a tragedy. Somehow foolishly thinking that they can sin, people can sin and do what they want to do and then cry grace. Lord, I, I believe that many of these people are lost. They don't understand salvation. They're religious but lost. And this was being preached hard and heavy. We don't hear these preachers that much now. Who, have, who give off this philosophy that Christian people, since you died for our sins, we can do what we want. We can shack up. We can commit fornication. We can commit adultery. We could uh, be homosexuals and sodomites and uh, uh, lesbian knights and do whatever we want, paint the town red, and then cry grace on Sunday morning. And that's what people were doing. They were using Sunday morning for a refueling time so that they can go and sin some more throughout the week. And so, Holy Father God, have mercy and grace upon us for thinking so foolishly. For truly born-again people never think that way. Never, never, never. They, never. they have never thought that way. Ever since they've been little babes in Christ. You keep us from thinking foolishly like that. I've never thought that in all of my 43 years of being saved that I could paint the town red and I can do what I want because I am a Christian. Perish the thought, I have never thought that by your grace. And no saved person thinks that way. No saved person preaches that. We get saved by your grace. But uh, if we truly get born again and saved, we will love you back and fear you and respect you and not do things to hurt you. Uh, and so that's just the reality. And, 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 and I believe the church is messed up behind this false teaching today. And have become the Laodicean church on steroids. God help us. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight. In the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That you would uh, indeed help us to understand that. That we must confess our sins. Be sincere about it and repent of our sins. And then obey you, proving our love for you. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, was, uh, so, Lord, I do pray that you'll help us to do that. And then, Lord, we humbly pray, with lessons learned only, deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. And Lord, deliver us from all of our spiritual and uh, mental and physical and emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. Deliver us, Lord, from all of those things as you have done in the past, as you are doing. And we pray that you'll work a divine miracle and relieve everybody of this debt after coming uh, after uh, 
three uh, three years dealing with the plague pandemic and other plagues now. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you for in the midst of chastisement and rebuke. Thank you for uh, your still showing mercy and grace. And thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. For Lord, we all know things should be worse. And we all should be uh, in hell. Uh, so God in heaven, thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And we thank you that you, you change not. That you're the same yesterday, today, and forever unlike us. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And I pray, Lord, tonight for all of my family members, especially all of my children, uh, Lord, but other family members as well. I pray that you will protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Uh, and Lord, place upon us tonight the whole arm of God, surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us tonight in the precious blood of Christ. I pray these blessings upon all of the people under the sound of my voice all over the world. Red, yellow, black, and white because they're all precious in your sight. And all of my pastor brethren who are standing firm. The faithful few, the 7,000, the remnant pastors and preachers. And Lord, I pray that you will protect their families in the same way and uh, help us all to glorify your holy name and lift up your holy son the lord jesus christ and grant everybody under the sound of my voice and who will be under the sound of my voice a great night of rest and sleep in jesus christ's name i pray and for his sake amen oh i wish i could say like my dad oh I wish I could say like Rance Allen oh I wish I could sing like Al Green everybody come out then Take me to the water. Take me to the water. Water. Sal Green. Take me to the water to be baptized. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've got religion I know I've got religion I know I've got religion I've been baptized yeah yeah that's Al Green it's not Al Green but that's what he used to sing 
I'm not that accurate, but it sounds good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, whether you know it or not, that's what we're doing. Many have died before us, and I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Death is frightening. You hero. Death is frightening, my friend. You've never gone that way before. Mm -mm. You don't want to die without Jesus, I can assure you that. He rose from the dead. Now remember that. You want to get with somebody who died and rose from the dead. That'll help you get through it a little bit better. The Lord is my shepherd. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service. This is number 822, I believe, tonight. Service number 822. I praise the Lord and thank the Lord for all of my children who have helped me in the ministry down through the years. Uh, and so we can all say now that this is not our first rodeo. Uh, by the grace of God, God led me to preach the gospel every day. Way back now, I think around seven years ago, and my children were excited about it and pumped up. And uh, my wife was not and never got with the program. But uh, my children were fired up and ready to go, most of them at least. Uh, some I had to deal with, a couple I've had to, I had to deal with, but they still helped. And uh, glory be to God. And Nequa, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle are just flat. Those are my youngest three, just flat out doing themselves outdoing themselves I mean I marvel and I know that and I already know that you know they can't they're not gonna be able to do like they do now because the plan is for them to get married and get their own families and start their own ministries and for their children to help them uh, and so however I appreciate what they're doing now anyhow for however long they can do it, as God leads them and leads us. But I appreciate it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing when your children leave home and they still support you and stand with you, sending hundreds and thousands of dollars back. My daughter Danny, my son Daniel, my daughter Danita. Uh, it is a blessing. And so, uh, and, and don't, listen to me. 
Stop thinking that you're so important your children can't help you in the ministry. You need some other po folks who uh, you really can't depend on. You know, what, what happens though, oftentimes pastors, evangelists, and ministry people, as time goes on, uh, if the family members are willing, they, they end up depending upon their families to help them in the ministry. It's a good thing if the people are willing to do so on their own and and that they understand that they can be fired if they don't do right even though they may be family I still love you I fired every I have fired everybody in my family one time or another that's why they learned how to be faithful and consistent and then they don't they they didn't uh, continue to do that the, the the godly Christian ones did not continue to do that I fired my wife, who was here with me tonight, at least a hundred times. You say, you fired your wife? Yes. <laughs> you say, was, wasn't that a problem? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Because mm -mm. if you don't do what I say, we go, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And then you're going to get an attitude to boot. Oh, Negro. Uh, nope. You're fired. And, uh, uh, and and people learn from that, and that's good. Anyway, my beloved, tonight we're dealing with, uh, well, I guess I didn't say to you, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light. Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is, believe it or not, episode number 601. Thank you, Daniqua Grace, for doing a fantastic job down through the years in helping to put all of this together, laying the foundation of it um, through Gospelite House of Prayer, Gospelite uh, Society. My daughter, Danita, who stopped by the other day, as she was coming from one of her adventures uh, she told me which she's always been about the adventure uh, uh, since she's been a little girl and and about missions and uh, uh, she uh, she's the one as a little girl with no training who built the original Gospelite Society Evangelistic Ministries International site and it was beautiful and it held up uh, for a long long time so I thank God for what he can do with uh, 
even children. That's why he said, let the children come unto me. <laughs> because, see, Jesus is all about the innocent-hearted people, the pure-hearted people. And when my children had pure hearts and innocent hearts, and, and none of them have that now, they have been tainted by the devil, their flesh, uh, devilish family members and devilish church members. But when they had pure, innocent, untainted hearts of childlike faith, man, I tell you what, my children were fired up and ready to go and would get mad at me if I didn't let them help. They, oh no. They were not they were not hearing it. If I wanted to stay up till two o'clock in the morning and get some work done, they were right there with me. They 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 they, they we're gonna stay with you. Y'all go to bed. I go in the room they up, mad, pouting. I said, All right, y'all gonna stay up, come on. And then they, 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 they Little pouting mouths would turn to smiles and they would stay up with me. I mean, sometimes, uh, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, not Danielle at that time, would stay up till 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning to get a job done. Way back when they were little. Some of the most blessed times of my life. And they helped lay the foundation of the the ministry had been going on for like uh, almost 20 years. But the internet came about. That part of the ministry, that's mostly my children who laid the foundation for that. Because to this day, my wife and I, we don't know anything. We, could, we can't do anything. When it comes down to anything technical, nothing. We can do a little, and that's it. Just like you people who are 50 and 60 years old. You don't know anything. You can't learn it. And just don't even try. You need a grandchild. You need a child to help you. <clears throat> Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 verse 11 rather, reads, It is a faithful saying, For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Don't be mad at me if you don't have any tea. Spurgeon is the master at 
taking one verse and just pulling a whole massive sermon, sermon series, and book out of it. For you preachers who want to pull a verse out of context, Spurgeon is your hope, but just remember, you're not Spurgeon. Dr. Spurgeon said, Paul has four of these faithful sayings. The first occurs in 1 Timothy chapter 1.15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. People, you can't make this gospel up. It's too rich, it's too deep. You, you, you would not have been able to conceive it in your mind if God had not created it. I'm saying that. No way, no how. No way, no how. No way, no how. That's why it was a mystery. It was hidden. Pardon me. The next is in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6. Godliness is profitable unto all things. You want the you want a, a profitable life? You want the prosperity? Gospel? Try godliness. How about that? See, the prosperity gospel preachers and teachers and people, they don't want the godly part. The suffering part. The obedience part. They just want the prophets. <coughs> the prosperity. Having and having the promise of the life that now is, and that, and of that which is to come, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. The third is in Second Timothy chapter two verses of rather verse twelve. It is a faithful saying if we suffer with him we shall also reign with him. And the fourth is in Titus 3.3. This is a faithful saying that they which have believed in God might be careful, amen, to maintain good works. Now see, if you're saved and born again, this means a lot to you. It means a lot to you. And it is something that's, that there's, there's something on the inside of you that wants to do this for the Lord. Maintaining good works. We may trace a connection between these faithful sayings. The first one lays the foundation of our eternal salvation in the free grace of God as shown to us in the mission of the great Redeemer. The next affirms the double blessedness which we obtain through this 
salvation. The blessing of the upper and nether springs of time and of eternity. The third shows one of the duties to which the chosen people are called. We are ordained to suffer for Christ with the promise that if we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. Glory be to God. Can you say glory be to God right there where you are? Some of you are sitting on the bed thinking about whether or not you're going to get something else from the refrigerator or just go to bed and keep on listening. Uh, uh, cutting the volume up so you can go to the refrigerator. Can you say amen right there? The last sets forth the active form of Christian service. And, and only Spurgeon can do it like this. Now I've been preaching the gospel and preaching the word for over 43 years. And I preached it every day for, uh, for the most part for over right at seven years. But I've never seen this connection. This is a beautiful connection of the Holy Scriptures. And I do not think maybe you can get these ideas from a concordance or what we used to use way back. Uh, they're not as popular now, but we used to use a, what they call a topical Bible. <coughs> oh man. You were big time if you had a topical Bible. Big time. Knaves, topical Bible, all of that right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You were in high cotton for real. BLM, do not write me about saying high cotton. Don't. Don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay? It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, uh, just a, phrase that we use sometimes. Uh, it means that you're, you're doing quite well. The last sets forth the active form of Christian service, bidding us diligently to maintain good works, to maintain good works. Keep at it. I told my daughter Danita, I reminded my daughter Danita of something she heard me say hundreds of times. You have one life to live. It'll soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. You have one life to live. It will soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. You only have one life to live. It will soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. And do you know Jesus Christ and God are so gracious that he'll bless your feeble efforts because in reality uh, he's the one leading you, guiding you, directing you and helping you to do what you're doing. He's the one who put the idea in your heart and mind. See, this is why God deserves all of the credit, all of the glory, 
all of the praise for everything, even what Steve Steve Jobs did, even what what the Microsoft man did, even uh, what the Facebook man did. God gets all of the credit for that, because God is the author of the ideas. You understand? <laughs> You understand what I'm saying to you? God is the author of everything. He's the power behind everything. Okay? He initiates everything. Why? Because he made us. So he gives all the glory, praise, honor, and credit. Give him the glory. Thus we have the root of salvation in free grace. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Next, the privileges of that salvation in the life which now is and in that which is to come. Go ahead. Go ahead, Spurgeon. You step in now. And we have also the two great branches of suffering with Christ and serving with Christ loaded with the fruits of the Spirit. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon, go ahead. These faithful sayings, let them be the guides of our life, our comfort, and our instruction. The apostle of the Gentiles proved them to be faithful. They are faithful still. Not one word shall fall to the ground. They are worthy of all acceptation. I love that phrase. <laughs> I love that phrase. Worthy of all acceptation. Let us accept them now and prove their faithfulness. Let these four faithful sayings be written on the four corners of my house. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. Go ahead. I love it. <laughs> Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for the power of your holy word. We praise you and we thank you, Lord, for how you can gift a man, he being dead, yet speaketh, and still is a live blessing to us right here today and I give you the glory praise and honor help us to obey your holy word and to apply it to our lives and to live by it and Lord I do pray even though I thank you for all of the blessings you bestowed upon all of us Lord, at the same time, help us to be sober-minded and vigilant and watchful at all times. Because, Lord, uh, uh, as you have given me to pray, Lord, prepare us for good days and bad days. Lord, prepare us for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. Help us to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. Help us to watch and pray that we enter not into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And help us to remember these words tonight, on into the morning, into the morrow, 
Help all of us, everybody under the sound of my voice, to pray without ceasing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friends, let's pray for others. Let's pray for those families that are still being impacted by the coronavirus plague and now monkeypox plague and polio plague and all kinds of other painful experiences and things going on in the world. Holy Father God, we pray for, yes, the millions of people who are suffering from all of the calamities happening all around us. And we also pray, Lord, especially from the coronavirus plague, we pray for the family and friends of Germany, resident Patrick Maya. We pray for the family and friends of Turkey, resident Nita Erdem. We pray for the family and friends of Michigan, resident Larry Dwayne Ackley. We pray for the family and friends of California, resident Bahavi Smith. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Philippines resident Linda Estok. Kalo. And now, Holy Father God, we pray for the people who have sent in prayer requests. We pray for the thousands who have sent in prayer requests over the years, down through the years, that you gave us the mind and the privilege to pray for and the faith to pray for. And we thank you, Lord, for the thousands upon thousands, uh, heaping thousands of answers to prayer for so many people because you are the God who hears prayer. For you have said, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, and knock and it shall be opened unto you. And so tonight, Lord, we pray for Pastor Bershebi. We join him in thanking you for great services at Camilla Lee Church. Please supply all of their needs for church construction. Bless them with all of the money they need and land uh, purchase money they need. Please comfort Pastor Donald's family and the family of Okiti's granddaughter. Protect them and provide them with the food they need uh, throughout the August election period. We pray, Lord, for Vicki. Please heal Andrew of a rare cancer. Be with his family and medical team. We pray for Ravi. Please bless him with the money he needs to reach the lost and help the poor, needy, and persecuted Christians of Pakistan. And now, Lord, we pray for the people who have gotten saved through the ministry. Help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith as we pray for Manuel, Nadia, Dilchan, Lynette, Bansal. And Lord, we pray also for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray for Frank. We pray for, we pray for Asaka. We pray for Johan, Sona and chin we commit these souls into your hands let your will be done in their lives and in ours and now lord we pray for the salvation of those who are lost 
We pray for more people to get saved because we know that you're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance and salvation in Jesus Christ. Lord God in heaven, have your Holy Ghost to take over as he has done many times and help people to understand the gospel and to be saved. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us tonight and uh, you do not understand what salvation is all about, you do not understand what being saved to, uh, through believing in Jesus Christ is all about, Please pay attention. First, you need to understand and accept the fact that we are all sinners. The Pope is a sinner. The Dalai Lama is a sinner. Uh, Joel Osteen, the pastor of the largest church in America, is a sinner. I am a sinner. Even though I've been preaching the gospel for 43 years, I am a sinner. We're all sinners. We have a sinful nature that produces sin on top of sin. We are depraved. We are wicked and we're evil. No matter how handsome you think you are, no matter how cute or beautiful you think you are, deep down you're an ugly, stinking sinner a wretch. No good, undone, and wicked. For the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Not only that, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins, such as lying, stealing, coveting after what people have, what, and people themselves, lusting after people and things in our hearts. Yes, God is concerned about the sins in our hearts. Maybe you have not acted on your adultery and your sex outside of marriage, but you thought about it in your heart. See, this is why courts try to figure out 
lawyers and prosecutors try to figure out what was his motive. See, God does not have to try to figure that out. He already knows what your motive is. The sin of dishonoring, disobeying your parents, disrespecting your parents, hating your parents, and all of that foolishness. Dishonoring God, taking his name in vain. Disrespecting God, committing sins of adultery, committing sins of homosexuality, committing sins of fornication, having sex outside of marriage. All of these are sins that all of us from time to time have committed against God for the most part. For we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and the payment for sin is death. God wants you to understand that we're all going to die from this earth. Why? Because of sin. Sin is a terrible thing Life is a wonderful thing, but do you know your life on this ball called earth is going to end? Think about that. That's a very frightening thought. And if God will allow your life to end on this beautiful ball called earth, spinning on nothing but his word, his grace, and his power, By the way, by the way, I think you know that only God could have thought of something like this. I mean, I mean, seriously. See, if we were God, God forbid, we would have created a huge mountain and firm foundation that goes all the way down to touch something and build it up like that. God is so awesome, he just put a ball, if you will, called earth, out on nothing, hanging on nothing, and told it to spin until I tell you to stop. There's a God somewhere. But my point is, if he will allow you to die from this beautiful bluish, greenish, whitish ball, if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, for the Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved, that is saved from hell then you need to understand God is extremely loving, merciful, and gracious. And God has been very good to you and me. 
and God loves us. But if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to go to the burning hell and you will be there forever and, and ever. And by the way, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. And Jesus Christ said repeatedly that hell is a place where the fire is not quenched. He said it repeatedly. Hell is a place where the fire is not quenched. Where the fire is not quenched. And so uh, we die because of our sins and if we go to hell is it is because sins must be paid for and Jesus Christ has paid for your sins that is the gospel that is the good news he suffered he bled and he died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God so believe in him Hell is bad news, but Jesus Christ gave us the good news. When he said the most important words in the history of the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. All you have to do is believe in him. Do what he tells you to do. Mary, at the, the mother of Jesus, the Virgin Mary, when Jesus made water into wine, and as my friend Sean says he didn't make grape juice <laughs> she's told the workers there do whatever he tells you to do and I'm telling you with Mary tonight do what Jesus tells you to do whatever he tells you to do you do that you'll be alright for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on his name. Pray and ask him to save you, believing in your heart in Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. It is the greatest story ever told. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Please follow me in prayer if you want to get saved. 
We're not like the preachers who are trying to who who try to trick you into praying a prayer that you don't mean. Don't pray it if you don't mean it. Don't say that you're saved if you know you're not. God is not going to make you and I can't make you. It's your choice. And if you're saying in your mind right now, well, you know, that sounds good, preacher, but I'm not ready right now. Let me go get myself cleaned up first and then come back to Christ. That's the devil telling you that because the devil wants you dead and in hell before you come back. Don't be, don't be deceived by the devil. Tomorrow, before we go, before I go and before you go, tomorrow is not promised you, my dear friend. You can wake up dead tomorrow morning. You could die in your sleep at 3 o'clock a.m. And your family members will find you dead and gone. So don't play games with your soul. Get your eternal life insurance policy already paid in full. You don't have to pay a premium. Just get on board. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner based upon your holy word and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments. For I have done those things that the preacher preached about tonight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. And I am sorry for all of my sins against you. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that he suffered for my sins was, uh, and died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please have mercy and grace upon my soul and come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Father God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. Lord Jesus Christ, for it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ 
and you called upon his name as the Bible tells you to do, and you prayed and you asked him to save you, then may I say congratulations because based upon the word of God, the Holy Bible, you are now saved and on your way to heaven. Now to grow in the faith and to know the next steps in every endeavor in life, it's important to know the next steps. When you join a company to work, they will give you a packet with next steps. Well, getting saved is the greatest and most important thing in your life, in anybody's life. And it is crucial that you understand the first steps from the outset. So I have a little book for you that I have written titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It gives you the next steps that will help you to become a strong Christian disciple and get you to the point where you need to launch off into your faith with Christ. And I shared this with some young people today and I'll share it with you. And that is with Jesus Christ, it will be great. Your life will be great. Make no mistake about it because God is great. Jesus is great. He paid your sin debt so that you can be great uh, under his grace, his mercy, and his love. I got that little statement from a McCormick commercial. They said, with McCormick, it will be great. And the Lord spoke to my heart, with Jesus Christ, it will be great. Now, I can say that based upon the word. And, and I can say that based upon my own experience in serving the Lord from my youth up. You're going to have some difficult times ahead. But with, but with Jesus Christ, my dear friend, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I assure you that. So you hang in there. You fight the good fight of faith. You pray without ceasing. You read the word of God. Place upon yourself the whole arm of God with Jesus Christ. It's going to be great, my friend. The journey is going to be great. The victories are going to be great. Your ending is going to be great. And I assure you that. And I can say that to you with all of the confidence in the world. <clears throat> because that's what God has done for me through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Now, email us and let us know that you got saved at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. And let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. We also uh, will be able to send you some more materials to help you grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. If you have a prayer request, send that in as well, dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. Uh, my daughter Elizabeth uh, will get that to me and we will start praying for you. 
And uh, so we thank God for you. Thank God for your being here with us tonight, all of you. And may you have a great night of rest and sleep. And remember to pray without ceasing. That's the best way to keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord and full of his peace that passeth all understanding and, uh, and his joy unspeakable. And with Jesus Christ, it's going to be great. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. And uh, we're going to listen to a little bit of the old gospel hymns before we go. But let me pray first. Holy Father, God bless all of your people as we uh, separate one from another once again. Bless all of the people, especially those who come every night from around the globe. And Lord, I pray that you'll bless them real good. And bless all of these dear folks and, uh, and folks who will hear me on demand as well and help them all to stand strong in the faith and to be faithful to you until the end and help them to pray without ceasing in jesus christ's name we pray and for his sake amen and amen god bless you lord willing we'll see you tomorrow